the college experience, college football futures episode, and Heisman picks uh, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's presented by WinBet. Get started today, and you'll get a risk-free bet up to five hundred dollars. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Yes, Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure you subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your ED. Just head over to getroman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy from April 29th to May 4th. If you deposit on underdog fantasy, you'll have a chance at a million dollars in their best ball contest. That's right. $1 million sign up now at underdogfantasy.com. promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome to the college football experience, college football futures episode here. Uh, my name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking homebrew making Tobacco Road, living the free lack, giving former former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. How hey, are hey. you, buddy? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing better, and I'm about to give you. I'm going to be doing better when I do give this give you this music. Oh, ho, ho, ho. a little days of thunder action, right? Ah, oh, just sounds great. We got the college football futures episode. Who do we think could win each conference? Who do we think could win the national championship? Is there some great bargain shopping out there? Yes, there is. Yes, 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 there is. There's also Heisman trophy odds. Yes, we are bringing it all to you on the college football experience. Make sure you subscribe. We talk college football year round. So tell a friend, subscribe. And uh, by the way, I'll just jump into this too. We do have some, er, some, some week one lines have dropped uh, only about five games or six games, I believe. Right. Uh, But let's just quickly touch on these before. I mean, the Hokies on a Friday night are hosting North Carolina and they're getting six and a half points. Six and a half points in Lane Stadium Friday night game. ESPN, NC Nick, tell me, tell me why I shouldn't be taking the Hokies here. Ah, uh, you know, I'm not going to. I, I think I'm on the Hokies as well. I think UNC is a better team, but look, they lost a lot. I mean, they lost 
both running backs, a couple receivers, obviously Sam Howell, Surratt Heisman. Yeah, exactly. The linebacker, uh, you know, Sam Howell is a potential Heisman candidate, you know, uh, good for him. The offense will be cranking, but come on, man. I mean, I don't think UNC is at that level where you can just, you know, expect them to win anywhere against anybody as this is at Virginia tech here, Lane and, stadium. Come on. And if you remember last year, last year, Virginia tech played this game with about 30 players out, right. And, and multiple coaches out with COVID and Virginia uh, now Virginia tech. This game was, was, was much closer than the score indicates. Final score was North Carolina, 56 uh, Virginia tech 45. But like I said, they didn't have anyone in their secondary. That was a starter. They were lo- They didn't have their defensive coordinator, Justin Hamilton. They didn't have their quarterback. They had, they played the, the this score. Uh, you look at the box screen, you say, Oh, North Carolina won by 11. Uh, this was a tie game. And if anything, Virginia tech was winning at, at in the, in the second half, I think with with a healthy roster, no COVID issues, Justin Hamilton on that defensive side of the ball, and with North Carolina replacing a ton of pieces here, I understand they've been recruiting great with Mac Brown, but I don't care. Give me the Hokies plus six and a half as that home dog, NC Nick. You know, you know the UNC defense has a lot of question marks, uh, so I don't feel comfortable with a, a bad defense laying that many points on the road. So I'm on the Hokies as well. Yeah. So so now then on Saturday. Day, like I said, only six games so far, but Clemson minus four in Charlotte at uh, Jerry Richardson Stadium or whatever the hell they call that now. Uh, <laughs> the minus four against Georgia. Look, I think Georgia is the better team right now. Right now, with JT Daniels, when once JT Daniels came in, they didn't lose a game. Uh, Clemson obviously lost a lot. I know they reload. I know Clemson's been you know, killing it for the past, you know, five years or six years, but they're replacing Trevor Lawrence. They're replacing ETN Rogers. I mean, it, it, countless, uh, I mean, they lost what five players to the pros. I think, um, I, I just think Georgia, we, I think both of us are bullish on Georgia this year. I love Georgia plus four here. I also love the money line plus plus one forty-five currently. Uh, give me the bulldogs to win this one. Yeah, you know, once again, I'm not going to uh, disagree with you. I think both these teams are probably in the playoffs at the end of the year, and to get more than a field goal, it's neutral site. I don't understand it. I'll take Georgia in the four points all day. Well, and you just got to think that Georgia is in a little bit of the better. I, I understand uh, ukulele or whatever the fuck I can't pronounce that guy's last name. The quarterback for Clemson looked like a stud against uh, against Notre Dame last year, right? Right. Um, but. Georgia with JT Daniels, they look like a different team. We know that defense is going to be nasty. Um, yeah, especially week one where, you know, teams are still kind of figuring stuff out. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a tight game. So uh, yeah, I mean, you, you might want to think money line if Clemson wins, it's, it's going to be by three or four points. So yeah, uh, all day. Give me the points. Okay. And then another Saturday game. And I'm curious where you're going to go in this one. Penn state catching three and a half in Madison, Wisconsin against Wisconsin. Uh, I think when we were previewing week by week, by the way, if you're a first time listener, make sure you go back. We've been previewing the college football season week by week on the college football experience. We're, we're going into week eight this next Wednesday. Um, but I think, I think you took Wisconsin to beat Penn state. I think this is going to be a game. I, and if gun to my head, I'm getting in the hook here. Give me, give me the Nittany lions plus three and a half in, in Madison. I'll, I'll say that this was the hardest one to pick. Um, I, you know, I do like Wisconsin to win this, but I have said, I think Penn state, uh, 
in 2021 will be more like they were in 2019 and not, you know, the train wreck of the COVID season a year ago. So, but the thing is, this is actually a true road game. It is, you know, in Wisconsin, it's probably going to be a noon tip. Um, you know, I'm tempted to take the points as well. I'm on the fence here out of all five of these games. This is the one I'd be least likely to actually place a wager on because I could see Wisconsin winning by, you know, a t- a, maybe a touchdown or so, but yeah, uh, you know, give me the nitty lines and the points. That's my initial reaction anyway. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Then you want, I'm going to take you to another one on this Saturday and I will lock this one. This is a, we lock. agree. We agree with this one. Uh, <laughs> dude, we might agree on all five of these. That's six, a six. Statement. Yeah. It's six games. Um, Look, oh yeah, right, right. Alabama uh, take it on Miami, Florida, and I believe Atlanta, either Atlanta or Orlando. I got to double check that, but in it, it, I think Atlanta. Um, Alabama minus seventeen and a half. Look, Miami's already said De'Ara King won't be ready for this game. I this is going to be uh, give me give me Alabama minus seventeen and a half all day. If you look at Miami's wins last year, they I thought they were a fraudulent uh, team with a winning record. Um, I, give me Bama to win this one. I, I, dude, I wouldn't be surprised if this one is forty-five to seventeen. Yeah, especially no Dear King. I think I think he's already been ruled out. I know yeah. you, you mentioned that on the pod earlier in the week, um, and I, I mentioned also earlier in the week what the UNC rushing game did against Miami last year. Well, welcome to the Alabama rushing attack. I don't care who the quarterback is. I don't care who their running back is. You know that offensive line is going to be big and nasty, and they're just going to run all over the well, U. And the U got really punched on the D line. I mean, they lost a bunch of players to the draft on that D line. I mean, I I know they got transfers coming in. I know they've been recruiting somewhat well, but I just don't think you can reload. They had first and second round draft picks. Uh, you know, going to the NFL. Uh, this is a, this is the best one so far, dude. This is this is a lock. This is an yeah, absolute I, lock. I don't see how Bama doesn't win by three touchdowns. Yes. Uh, LSU at UCLA, uh, UCLA catching four and a half. We thought this might be six or seven uh, when we addressed this, you know, about uh, six weeks ago, but uh, I'm all over the Bruins here. I think the Bruins are going to are a solid money line play at plus plus one fifty five currently. Hey, you know, UCLA is my team here. Uh, now I do think LSU is going to be better this year. I think much like Penn state, kind of throw last year out. You saw the very end of the season, LSU kind of turned a corner. So LSU is going to be pretty good this year. They're not going to be what we saw last year where they just had an awful, awful defense, a horrendous secondary. They were rotating quarterbacks in and out. Uh, LSU is going to be better this year, but uh, going, you know, traveling all the way out to uh, Southern California, I'm high on UCLA and they're a home dog by more than a field goal. Sign me up for the Bruins. And I got to hit on this because I think this is a huge uh, huge opportunity here. UCLA gets Hawaii in week zero. I understand LSU is better than Hawaii, obviously, but the fact you can w- have one free game to work out the yeah. kinks, get things going, I think is a huge advantage for the Bruins. Give me the Bruins plus four and a half. And I like the Bruins as the upset. I like the Bruins as the upset Dorian Thompson Robinson coming back. They also just got that. Uh, uh, they thought that the Washington transfer, you know, potentially a quarterback, uh, force former four star was going to have to sit out a year. Nope. He got that pass. So they're really looking good at the quarterback position. And you know, they, they've really just, I, I saw 20, 24, seven sports just said that uh, UCLA top 10 team, as far as in the transfer portal, they went out and got key players in the transfer portal, whether it was Charbonnet, the running back from Michigan or other key players throughout this roster. 
Um, I'm all over the Bruins plus four and a half, and and I sprinkle some on that money line. There you go. And then the labor, uh, no, this isn't the Labor Day. This is the Sunday game. Uh, the Irish of Notre Dame travel to Tallahassee, Florida, to take on the Seminoles. Where I'm hearing Mackenzie Milton, I think, is going to be the starter. Shana, that's a great story there. I, I'm really happy to see that after his leg almost got amputated. Um, they're catching nine and a half. The Seminoles and Mackenzie Milton are nine and a half. Nick, I'm going to lay the points. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to have one difference. Damn it. Give me the Seminoles. Uh, this is probably, if you ask me, this is a, probably the second hardest game. The other, you know what the, the other four uh, I, 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 you know, pick pretty easily without having to put too much thought into it. So this one is a little tough. You know, I like Jack Cohn coming in at quarterback. He's a veteran. You know, the learning curve shouldn't be as steep as if he had, you know, had no experience playing at the D1 level before. Uh, but I like Florida State's quarterback. You know, Milton. I mean, yeah, they had the talent there. Are they eventually going to turn a corner and keep this close? I don't love this, but we got to have one difference. So give me Florida State. I guess I'm not Patty C. Patty yeah. C is high on Florida State. He thinks they might win this game. They're not going to win it. All, all I'm hoping here is that they keep it close. They lost by 16 on the road in South Bend last year, so that wasn't that bad. I mean, you you consider if the team just improves some, and Notre Dame obviously took a hit, lost some defensive players. Ian Books in the NFL now, um, but I I just think I, until I see it because Florida State they had some. I understand 16 point loss to Notre Dame was probably one of their better outputs in the season last year. I mean, they lost by 32 to Louisville. They they lost by uh, what I mean uh, I think what twenty six to Pitt, sixteen to NC State, uh, forty two to Miami. You know what I mean? I can't I can't sign on board just because of a sixteen point loss a season ago. Uh, oh, no, I hear you. Yeah. I I hear your points, <laughs> and you might end up on the right side of this. But you know, for the sake of this podcast, for the sake of picking a game in in late May, uh, I guess I'll go Florida State right here. It's easy to see a tide turn. Oh, there we go. All right. And those are the the lines we have out. Obviously we're going to go way more into these games as the season approaches, but uh, until, uh, and as more lines drop, we will bring them to you here on the college football experience. But I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by win bet. Yes. Win bet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a special offer up to a $500 risk free bet. I mean, isn't that great? Terms and conditions do apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. All right, now we're going to jump into uh we're going to jump into some conference some some conference picks here. Uh Obviously, I think we'll just start out with. Should we just go with the uh, the SEC, or I mean, I've heard it means more down there, so maybe we should. Well, it definitely means more with the Invitational because they they just uh, <laughs> and with Alabama winning every fucking year. Um, but you look at the the conferences here, SEC winner. Now we have we have odds for the Power Five for all you know for all the Power Five to win the conference. Alabama's plus one, or I'm sorry, minus one fifty. You know, last year I cashed in a ticket. I got them plus two fifty to win the SEC last year. What a fucking easy bet! I never sweated one second. I had a ticket for them to win the national championship. <laughs> that cash, I, I'm, it was like plus eight hundred, maybe. It was 
You know, it seemed like people forgot how good Alabama was, (laughs) you know, and they they, they thought that Clemson had just surpassed them and Alabama was just going to fall by the wayside, apparently. Uh, No, not the case. (laughs) But I don't know about minus 150. I agree, but I still think, I mean, obviously, the one that that lights up to me is the Bulldogs plus 250, because I think Florida's taking a step back. I think that Tennessee, when Tennessee just burnt down to the fucking ground. Um, Kentucky always seems to squander good opportunities. I will say Missouri, if you want to get crazy, I know both of us had made the case for Missouri to have a good season, but you let Georgia somehow lose to Auburn at Auburn or uh, that perhaps the, the world's biggest cocktail party in, in Jacksonville, maybe Missouri could steal that spot. Well, you know, they could win the sec East, but then you have to beat Alabama or whoever's in the West, you know, to cash the ticket. So but Georgia actually could. Georgia actually could. Missouri, I don't think you know if. Oh, Georgia definitely could. Yeah, uh, that's why I, I, this is. Uh, you know, I hate to say it, it's not going to take a whole lot of handicapping here, but this is a two horse race. You don't think A and M could could knock off Bama? You know, uh, Jimbo's been talking that talk in the off season, saying you know we're going to get Alabama, and then Nick Saban responds saying what in golf? You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> I think there's a chance A and M or, or LSU or probably not Auburn, but yeah, there's a chance that somebody else could potentially win the sec West. But then again, that's only half the battle. Then you got to beat Georgia in the championship game. So I, I would not advise putting any money on anybody other than Alabama or Georgia. And given the odds, I like Georgia at plus two fifty a lot more than Bama at minus one fifty. So yeah, I'll take the Bulldogs. I agree. I'm taking I'm taking Georgia plus two fifty. I don't think anyone's beating Alabama in the SEC West. I don't think probably probably not. Probably not. I mean, a lot of people think because of A and M finished fifth in the nation, they did that. But let's be honest, and I I was the first to praise them and say we need a larger playoff. They deserved a shot, but this team had some close wins. I mean, they, they, they had a close game with Vanderbilt. They, that Mississippi state game. I know that you look at the score and they, they, they pulled away, but uh, then you have uh, the North Carolina game in the bowl game where North Carolina had their whole team sit out. I, I just, it, they didn't pass that eye test all the way to me. And now they lose Kellen Mond, which I guess could be, you could make the case. It could be a good thing, but that O line took a hit too. That O line took a hit. Um, we'll see how they, you know, replenish the players there. Obviously they have talent at the running back position, the tight end position. Uh, I, I even like them at wide out, but I don't, I'm not buying in on all the way on a and I think they will be a, a good team deserving to be ranked in the top 15, but I just don't think they're a, a true contender. And then LSU, I think has a lot of question marks, Auburn, a lot of question marks. So I think Bama is a sure bet at, at minus one fifty to at least get. Uh, it, look, I know minus one fifty is minus one fifty, but if you're telling me they're going to for sure be in the SEC championship, which I think they will, <laughs> then, then it's not a bad bet. Then it's not a bad bet. Um, but I do think Georgia is obviously the value play here. But I'm going to say just take Bama minus one fifty because at the end of the day, Georgia Bama could be a dandy. And I think this could be Georgia's year with JT Daniels stays healthy, which is always a big question mark back to his SC days, but it's I'm with you. It's gotta be one of the two. You don't take a and M you don't take LSU. If you want to get crazy and if you're just trying to be fucking crazy, Missouri tigers plus 2,500, <laughs> right? If if you could find odds to win the sec East, I might ride with you, but <laughs> to win the whole thing, I'll pass. <laughs> 
Uh, let's talk ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference. I mean, look, this is normally just a <laughs> shoe in. Clemson, this is the sign of how bad your conference is. All right. Clemson is a minus 820 to win the ACC. Dude, when's the last time a team other than Clemson won the ACC? Uh, Florida State. Oh, Florida back, State. Yeah. Florida State yeah. with uh, Winston. Jeez. And that had to be. That was pre that was ago, pre maybe? playoff. <laughs> Jeez. Uh so, yeah, I mean, like it's not gonna take much handicapping here either. You <laughs> you might have some fun with UNC just because the last time these two teams played 2019, Clemson escaped Chapel Hill with I think a one point win in a game that they easily could have lost. Yeah. A yeah. lot of people are high on UNC. You know, maybe they can I mean first off, there's no guarantee that UNC wins a coastal. That's the problem there, and that's why I disagree with taking that pick. I think you stay in the Atlantic if you're going to play this conference. Obviously, you're not going to take Clemson minus eight twenty because it's just a horrible bet. But I made the case, and I know you laughed at me. You take NC State? No, Louisville? the Louisville Cardinals, right? Look, and here's uh. my logic. I think they're they they are are sound at the quarterback spot, getting McCaffrey as the transfer. Uh, and then having Mikhail Cunningham. So I think regardless of who they go with, they have two options. Um, and when you really break down this schedule, I'm telling you, like, I get it. I get it. It sounds ridiculous, but it, all that matters is they represent the Atlantic, right? They, they get F- Florida state uh, on the, the 25th, right? The, at Florida state, that's a big one. September 25th, then at wake those that's their back-to-back away series there, right? I think that's a kind back-to-back away series. You know what I mean? I mean, I know Clemson doesn't even have one. So there's there, even if they lose one there, let's just say they lose one there. Then they get Virginia in Louisville, October 9th. That's a winnable game. They get a bye week before Boston college. That's a winnable game in Louisville. They're at NC state. Now that one, probably their biggest game of the season besides the Clemson game. So then they, they host Clemson in Louisville. If they were just, if they could just take care of business in Louisville, their road games, listen to these road games at Florida state, who was horrible last year at wake forest, who's decent, but that's a winnable game at NC state, decent winnable game at Duke. That's not a brutal road decent, schedule. Winnable game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I see your point that it's probably easier to knock off Clemson at some point in the middle of the, of the season where their concentration may not be totally dialed in, especially if it's at home too, rather than in the ACC championship game where, I mean, has anybody gotten close to Clemson in the ACC championship game? Probably not. So I understand your logic there. I guess you could have a little bit of fun with a small wager and some great odds, but when it comes down to it, you know, I'm not, I'm not touching this conference, (laughs) but dude, I mean, I, we know Clemson, even the years they've won national championships has been a team that has, you know, they, they get lucked up or have barely beaten or lost flat out. Right. We saw them. Oh, there's lose. definitely a chance that Clemson drops a game in the, in the ACC. Well, that's but what the I'm thing saying. is that that means Louisville has to win the rest of them. Well, no, they would have the tiebreaker. They would have the tiebreaker then. So they well, can lose saying, one. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean Louisville. Okay, so Louisville would go five and one, or uh, what, seven and one in conference. That's not ah. that crazy. I mean, when you it's see crazy, when you see the team, you know, I, I would like to to see. Okay, what did Virginia do last year? They were five and five, right? Okay, so 
how many teams had winning records a season ago that are on this, on this slate right here. I'm trying to pull it up right now as we go through this, but I'm saying, okay, wake was four and five. We know Florida state had a losing record. So there's the first two are teams that were losers by, by definition last year, Virginia was a team that was 500. Uh, then you look at uh, what Syracuse won, won one game last year. Boston college had a winning record. NC state had a winning record. Duke had a losing record. And then you have Clemson and even BC was five and four. I mean, this is, this is not yeah. the craziest thing. Yeah. But do you realize who else had a, a losing record? Louisville Louisville <laughs> at three and seven. <laughs> so for them to play, to make that much of a jump and go from last year, they were what four and seven in conference. That doesn't make any sense. That's not right. No, they, they, pl- they played that many games. They went four oh, and yeah, seven. Right. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So, so last year they were three and seven in conference, seven losses in conference. Can I make the case though? One? Okay, look at this though. They lose by three to Pitt. That they lose by thirteen to Miami, which that score was deceiving. If if they and then they lose by five to Notre Dame, who played in the playoffs. Seven to Virginia Tech. Seven to Boston College. This team's better than better than what their record indicated last year. Maybe slightly, not <laughs> not seven to one in the ACC. Better, and but hey, man, you want to have some fun. And and I'm going to throw out another crazy one. I'm going to, th- I'm going to throw out the uh, pit plus plus 5,000. I think, <laughs> I think Pitt has a favorable schedule in the coastal. I, I think don't know, Pitt- man. Nathan Peterman's not a QB anymore. He's a, <laughs> he's a guy who, who last beat Clemson. <laughs> well, Kenny Pickett, who was probably like, who was probably uh you know, ahead of uh, Peterman as far as age back then um, <laughs> is still there. You look at th- this is a genius schedule. This is by far the best schedule. I mean, yes, they 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 draw Clemson once again. They get Clemson in Pittsburgh. Now they're in the coastal, so it's completely different. But my point is, is that Clemson could easily lose that. Like to me, that's a that's a dangerous game for Clemson. The tall grass in, in Pittsburgh hurts you, your team speed. Clemson lives and dies by the team speed. Um, Will it be cold? Oct- what what, what October twenty third? Yeah, it'll be okay. I don't know, but but. I don't know. It could be interesting. That's all I'm saying. I, the Pitt Panthers <laughs> sprinkle a little bit there. We know the ACC Coastal's had seven different champions in seven years. So uh, in the past seven years, so I don't know. If you had to, if you had to throw out a crazy one, what would it be? Uh, it was UNC crazy? I mean, they're they're the, the second best odds, but it is plus seven hundred. Um, what? I mean, you look at the schedule though. They gotta they gotta play at Virginia Tech at Notre Dame. Now Notre Dame doesn't count, I guess, against them, but even at Pitt and at NC State, I think it's a much harder road schedule than last year. Um yeah, so in conference at Virginia Tech, at Georgia Tech, at Pitt, at NC State. Could they win all of those? Sure. But I think those are with the exception of Georgia Tech, which I think is trending in the right direction, those are four those are four good teams. You know, or three good right. teams, three out of the four. And then they welcome Miami. They welcome uh, Florida State, who they lost to last year, and Virginia, who kind of has their number lately. Okay, well, how about this? How about NC State plus eighteen hundred? Okay, I like. If that. anything, better bet than Louisville. They were better last year. They have Louisville at home, Clemson at home, UNC at home, and their road trips are manageable at BC, at Miami, at Florida State, at Wake. I like it. See, that's uh, that. Look, I argued which one I was going to go with. When I was jotting this down before this episode, and I had a conversation because you're not actually going to bet it though, right? 
I don't think so, but I might, I might, you know, throw, what if I just throw 50 bucks out there on, on, uh, cause I'll tell you this, here's another point. And, and I was uh, talking to a buddy of mine who's a Clemson fan, fan went to Clemson and he said, we're extremely thin at quarterback. If ukulele goes down, we have been, we don't have that number two guy that could just step up and, and deliver. So something to keep an eye on. If you're going to bet in the Atlantic, you never know. You never know, buddy. Um, but well, uh, that, that what plus twenty two hundred. If we could move on to the next uh, conference, the Pac twelve. I think with those odds, I think there's a couple schools that have a better chance in the Pac twelve to win that conference than Louisville does to win the ACC. <laughs> well, I agree. The Pac twelve. Uh, I I can't believe some of the odds you're getting in the Pac twelve, considering last season. I mean, I love some of these long shots. I, Take a look at your Buffaloes. They were in the Pac-12 championship, right? Well, no, they sh- they but, they could have been. They they were going to put gotcha. USC. USC canceled the game against Colorado. They had the right. USC had the COVID issues, so then they said they were well, on the verge. They were on the yes. verge, but and plus thirty three hundred this year. Yeah, that's it, tempting. And you got to feel like to me that uh, this roster Neuer, they didn't have Carl Durrell didn't have spring ball. He was hired after national recruiting day. Right. So then he didn't have spring ball um, and, and the, a shortened camp. So you, you make the case, the Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah. I understand they had close wins last year, you know, but the team's gotta be better. They trans, they put a safety at quarterback, at least now he can prep for a year. And I, I know they also have the, the, the freshman that, that played good in that bowl game against uh, Texas, about the only guy who played good in that bowl game. But um now I will say their road games are pretty brutal at Arizona state at Cal at Oregon at UCLA at Utah. So I, I, I think I still think there's better out there. I'm a Colorado fan, but they dealt them a pretty, pretty tough blow there with, with uh, the back to back at Cal at Oregon stretch. And then at Utah, I feel like is is a really tough, tough place to grab a win. And then at Arizona state in the, in the, in the desert. So, uh, and UCLA, we, I mean, look, UCLA might not have the craziest crowd, but that we're expecting them to be good this year. So uh, I, I think there's better out there, buddy. So I, I, I'm glad to see you're on my buffs though. I'm going to tell you that I think Cal. Yeah, I like Cal as well. Plus 2,500. Sure. I, I think the PAC 12 has just a ton of great value. I love, I mean, UCLA plus twelve hundred. I like. Me up. I like UCLA plus twelve hundred. I like Utah plus fifteen hundred. I think, but I, I don't even understand. Like, I get it. Arizona State has talent. I don't understand how they're that much better odds wise than I, UCLA and Utah. Seriously, yeah. Seriously, Arizona State's plus four fifty. Yeah. UCLA's next at plus twelve hundred. Like what? And Utah's plus fifteen hundred. Gary Gary Anderson, one of the best coaches in America, man. Not Gary, yeah. not Gary Anderson, uh, Kyle Whittingham. Jesus talking to Utah state. Um, uh, but, but Cal, if you look at their losses last year, very close losses to all. And, and they were decimated by COVID and then Oregon state with Jonathan Smith at plus 5,000. Are you fucking kidding me? This team beat Oregon last year. They're going to return their quarterback. They're going to like th- this guy. That's another thing is their quarterback torn ACL last year. Uh, I, I, I'm going to first make the case for Cal because I think it's absolutely foolish that they have Cal at those odds because Cal, uh, I think will be a first off. They got an experienced quarterback. I mean, we touched on Colorado and I love Colorado, but the fact is they're still, 
I think planning to start a safety at quarterback. <clears throat> now he's been, he's had two years now. So you could say he's a full on quarterback now, but chase Garbers has been good for, for Cal for a while. You look at this schedule the, I, I, yes, it's got, you know, a, I actually think their back-to-back stretch isn't as bad, but uh, at Washington, they've had Washington's number for the past three years, then uh, home to Wazoo. So it would not shock me at all. If Cal is two and zero there, right? They get a bye week before at Oregon. We made the case on the last episode, the last time, well, they beat Oregon last year in Berkeley. And even the year prior when Garbers was injured, he didn't play. They went with uh, the UCLA transfer. I'm struggling to think of his name right now. Um, and he couldn't, he couldn't pass the ball at all. They almost won that game even without being able to complete a pass. I can't believe I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the quarterback's name. Um, but then they get Colorado in Berkeley. They get or- Oregon state in Berkeley. They're at Arizona who you first year coach and fish They're They, they welcome USC to Berkeley. Then they're at Stanford rivalry game right up the road. Throw, throw that one out. And then at UCLA, which would be sneaky, but that's not the craziest schedule. Cal could really do this. Oh, man. there's a value there. There's definitely some value there. I, I completely think. And then I, I, I would bring up Oregon state. I will think, I think Oregon state's roads a little tougher because they have to play at USC at Cal at Oregon at Colorado and at Washington state. I think that's a harder road schedule, believe it or not, the way, the way it lines up. Uh, and then, Hey, hey their basketball team made the elite eight, you know, it, <laughs> it may just be the year of the beaver, man. Wayne Tinkle. Hey, I love, I love what Jonathan Smith's doing there. I think he's doing a great job. So I, I mean, I, I think Cal's probably my, my favorite play there, but I, Oregon state makes sense to me too. Utah makes sense to me. I mean, I can, yeah. I really feel like we could probably go fucking team by team with the exception of Arizona and make the case Utah. Um, is a team we know the last couple times they've played USC. Now, though last year out, they didn't get that. So Utah essentially went to go play two games. Those games got canceled. So they, on week three, they play USC, who's already had two weeks of games. That was a huge advantage, especially considering the COVID situation. I'm throwing that game out. You take it the, the season before, uh, they, they lose, I think, a one point game in LA. Um, they, they've, they, if they can just get that win, even if they lose that game, I like the remaining part of the schedule. Oh my God. This schedule is really good, dude. You'd be a fool not to take. Cause we know Utah has been really good in Salt Lake city. Well, they sure. get, they get Arizona state and UCLA and Oregon all and Colorado all in Salt Lake city. They're road games, Nick at USC, which like I said, they've been knocking on the door in that game in, in LA. Uh, at Oregon State, at Stanford, at Arizona. I love it. I love their schedule, man. Uh, yeah, it, it, it kind of goes back to that debate or that or that thought process where it's it's better to have your your tough opponents at home and to have your weaker opponents on the road. I mean, I, I, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. And this is a and, plus twelve hundred though. I mean, they're bringing yeah. a, they have Charlie Brewer. This team has went out and got. They've been very active in the transfer portal, bringing in a lot of four and five former four and five star recruits. Uh, sign me up for the and Kyle Whittingham is one of the most underrated coaches in America, man. And you know I like UCLA, but they have a tough schedule also with road games at Stanford, at Washington, Utah, at USC. That's a tough schedule there, but I I still think I'm high on the Bruins and at plus twelve hundred, I think you know 
you might want to take a look at that as well. A lot of options here, a lot of juicy options <laughs> for, you know, for, for long shots in the pack 12. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, just chaos. That's what I, uh, the big 10 West will probably look similar. I'll be interested to see what that's like. Um, yeah. What? But the difference is the big 10 West has to play Ohio, Ohio state, state in yeah. the big 10 championship yeah. game with the, the pack 12. There's no dominant team, you know, Oregon's good. Washington's good. They're not that much better than Arizona state or yeah. Utah or USC or UCLA well, I mean, or Pat, Pal. Pat made the case that like on the last episode, he was like, that's why the pac 12 is, is, is like kills itself is they don't have like a doormat team. And then like, even the right. teams that are like mediocre, yes, they might not be consistent, but they have really some really talented players. Like well, I mean, they don't have a doormat team and they don't have a great team either. And, and another thing is like the, the, I would say the home environment more so than almost any other conference, you have to go to a desert to play. Then uh crazy elevation, then Pullman, Washington or, or, or Seattle, where it could be in the rain. Uh, it's just, I feel like their terrain that it covers is there. I feel like it's, 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 it hurts them at times if they're trying to get it varies. Into, yeah. yeah. It varies a lot more than other conferences. Sure. Um, but Big Ten, Ohio State, only minus one fifty. Do we do we do we take a chance on the Penn State Nittany Lions plus seven hundred? Michigan, I, I'm surprised Michigan's plus seven hundred to tell you the truth, because I thought they would. They basically are saying Michigan's better than Wisconsin and Iowa, and and the rest. Um, you got like the Buckeyes at, at only minus one fifty. You know that's the same odds as Alabama doing the SEC. But Ohio State has a much easier road road because there's no Georgia in the Big Ten. There's yeah. no Texas A&M. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I like the Buckeyes here, but Penn State's interesting. And then you know you have kind of the same thing with the um, the schools in the uh, Big Ten West. I mean, Wisconsin and Iowa at plus one thousand are interesting. But when's the last time somebody beat the Buckeyes? You know. Well, that's the part. That's the problem is they go to this stupid dome in Indianapolis for these dumb championship games. This should be outdoor at Soldier Stadium or soldier field because um, yeah, I, I feel like if you're Iowa, you know how Iowa wins. The, Iowa beats Ohio state. Iowa beats Penn state. Iowa beats Michigan, but guess how they do it normally with at home. Yeah. At home. And it's, norm, it's cold as shit. Windy. You can't go into a dome. Ohio state speed prevails yeah. in the dome. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, um, yeah, I'm so with you. I think uh, you're, you know, your philosophy with Clemson and and maybe going somebody in the Atlantic is I think similar to this conference where you might want to go with somebody in the East, because I don't think a team in the West can hang with Ohio state in the championship game. So that was, that mean that that pretty much means Penn state, I think, because I think they are the second best team in the East uh, Michigan. I mean, until they do it, I can't lay money on Michigan. Um, and then you have to go pretty far down until maybe like Indiana plus 1600. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think the play here is to uh, lay a little bit of that juice and go with the Buckeyes. I think the play is Ohio State, and I'll tell you this though. I mean, Michigan. The problem with Penn State, they have like I can't emphasize enough how much they need to win Week One because if they are able to, and that's a big if, if they're able to knock off Ohio State on Saturday, October thirtieth, they can't afford another loss, right? Yeah. So if they beat Wisconsin on Saturday, September fourth. After that, they still have to play Indiana October second. They have to play at Iowa that following week. Ooh, that's tough. That's what I'm saying. That's why they have to. That to me, 
that Wisconsin game is a must win. They still have Michigan after that and at Michigan state. So where's that uh, Buckeye game that it's at Ohio state. That's what I'm saying. Well, like it, yeah. it's now they do have the nice advantage of having Illinois the week before who we are projecting to be the worst team in the, in the big 10. So there's that and Ohio state uh, has at Indiana the week before Penn state. So they have a little bit of an advantage there as far as prep, I think you could say, but I don't know. They got to, they got to win that game against Wisconsin. I think that's a gigantic game for Penn state on Saturday, September 4th. Um, but yeah, I agree yeah, to, to a start in the hole already. Yeah. It's going to be, a, it's going to be hard to dig yourself out of. Yeah. It's, it's too tough. Uh, so I think that's a must win game, but I do think if you're going to sprinkle anywhere else besides Ohio state, it is the Penn state Nittany Lions. So you're telling me Penn state drew at Wisconsin and at Iowa from the West. <laughs> Jeez. That's freaking tough, man. That is brutal. That is absolutely brutal, man. And, and what to compare that to Ohio state that got, well, they got at Minnesota and that's tough. That's tough. And what home to Purdue and at Nebraska. Hey, it's still kind of tough at, I mean, as far as like it, fan base, you know, mi- Minnesota plus 2000 is interesting because I think they have almost just as good of odds to win the West as Wisconsin or Iowa at plus 1000. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, that makes sense to me. I mean, I don't get, I mean, Northwestern too, though. I mean, I don't sure. both of those teams, Northwestern's won two of the past three uh, big 10 West championships. So <laughs> there, there you go. True. Um, and even Purdue at 5,000, buddy. I don't sleep on Brahm. <laughs> All right. Now we got to go. Told, we've talked about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. St- check out the other episodes guys. If you want to, if you're a Boilermaker fan, um, big 12, this one is interesting to me. Cause I, I, yes, I get it. Oklahoma wins it almost every year, but Iowa state has yeah. been on a trajectory. If you follow Matt Campbell. And by the way, did you see that report? Matt Campbell turned down, I think $68 million to go to the Detroit lions to stay at Iowa state. You know, I, I had met, I had mentioned this to you though. So I think Michigan came inquiring or, or, or some other schools came inquiring about Matt Campbell. And I, I know that I, I've, sh- I've shared with you uh, or we watched some of those pep talks in his locker room about, you know, being the underdog and, and staying along the course. And it, yes, it's cliche for coaches to, to say that, but I really believe in Matt Campbell and that's what he's selling and that's who he is. So uh, I'm hoping we see a situation where Matt Campbell uh, defies the odds and kind of has like a, uh, you know, a Joe Paterno or, you know, we see him at Iowa state for the next 15, 20 years, man. This is the, this is the, the team with the most uh, losses, I believe prior to uh, prior to uh, Campbell arriving in Ames, I believe they had the, the worst per- win percentage as power fives over a uh, hundred years. So and going into this year, they had the second best odds to win the big 12 and they hadn't won a championship. They still haven't won a championship since uh, what in a hundred years, I believe so. But if you look at the trajectory and also look at the way they play Oklahoma, I think they, they he's two and two so, yeah. uh, and, and even those losses have been nail biters. I mean, even last year, if, if Brock party doesn't take that sack, they were battling back about to be in, in field goal range there. And they beat them in, in, uh, in Norman or was it Norman or in Ames earlier in the year. So, uh, and then you go back two years ago, 19, they went for two, didn't get it. They went for two in the wind, didn't get it. So at plus 300, do you think the cyclones are the play? 
Well, I'll say that you could talk me into placing a small wager on any of the top seven schools. So right off the bat, throw out Baylor, Texas tech and Kansas. And then the other one I really don't like is Texas at plus 400 because we have no idea what they're going to look like. Ton of transfers, ton of graduation, new head coach. Obviously yeah. I don't want any parts of Texas at Texas at plus 400. Uh, you know what I kind of like is uh, I kind of like West Virginia at plus 2,500. Yeah. I was thinking TCU at plus 1600 is not bad either. Or maybe even Oklahoma state at plus 1000. Uh, but when it comes down to it, you know, it, this is college football. It's pretty damn boring. We know who's going to win most of the time, and it's probably going to be Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this year could be Iowa State's though. I really think that you know, I really feel like they were better than Oklahoma last year from the whole season. I mean, they went one and one head to head, and they almost won that game. Um, I just wish it was a little bit juicier. Maybe like plus five hundred or something. I I might bite plus three hundred. I mean, it's not bad, but. I don't know. My, my, I, I'm higher on Oklahoma this year. I think they're, they're going to be improved from last year. And uh, yeah, I think the Sooners probably get this done again. I'm going to make a case for West Virginia getting there, right? West Virginia had a sneaky, they were better last year than, than I think people realize. And that was only year two with Neil Brown. And like I said, uh, COVID, they went six and four. And if you look at some of these losses, they played well at Stillwater. They lose by seven to Texas tech. They lose by four to Texas. Now they did get their ass whooped by Iowa state. That was their one ass whooping of the year. Um, and you look early in the year, they get, I, I really love their home schedule. They're at home. They get the Texas Longhorns, the Oklahoma state Cowboys, the Iowa state cyclones. Uh, the only real unwinnable game that you think, well, there's no way they're going to be able to win. This is at Oklahoma on Saturday, September 25th, but Oklahoma has that game sandwiched in between Nebraska longtime rivalry uh, and at K state in K state, Chris Kleiman's two and O against Lincoln Riley. I, I think it's a good spot for them to catch him. Now I know in Norman, they have an unbelievable home record, so I don't expect West Virginia to win that game, but I kind of like the spot. Wouldn't shock me if something wild happened there. But what I do like is the remain their other away games are at Baylor at TCU. Yes. They have an at K state there. That one scares me, but then the, the last one's at Kansas. So I think three out of the four or I'm sorry, wait, is that five games is that that's five. Okay. I'm going to say four out of the five are winnable on the road. Yeah. They got unlucky where they have, you know, since there's 10 teams in the big 12, uh, and you play nine conference games. Some teams are going to have five home games. Some teams are going to have four. This is West Virginia's year to only have four home uh, home games. But what, what we were just saying earlier about usually you want the easier teams to be on the road. Well, they kind of have that in at Baylor and at Kansas. So overall, the schedule is not bad. Zero, I just don't think they're good enough to go on a run like that. Zero back-to-back away games. That helps. That helps. Yeah. So yeah. Cause they have a buy in between at Baylor and at TCU. Yeah. I'm telling you, it kind of works out in their favor. Now the question is, I mean, the big 12 has so much carnage. Can they survive? Like that game at K state scares me. Cause I look at them like, well, they, this team could be, you know, they could be in tied for first place Saturday, November 13th, lose at K. That's a, just a tough three game stretch, four game stretch. Really they, check out this four games in a row. They would never do this to Oklahoma, Iowa state, Oklahoma state at K state home to Texas. At least three of them were at home. 
No, I'm just saying the four, the fact that all four it's tough. They tough. would never do that to Oklahoma or Texas, where all four are, are aligned like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe sprinkle there. Some on the Mountaineers. You got any other long shot you that you would play there? I would say TCU maybe or or maybe K State, but you know, when if you're wondering what I'm actually gonna bet, it's gonna be Oklahoma. <laughs> I got you. Just call me Chalk City over here. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Iowa State. Matt, I believe in Matt Campbell, buddy. I believe okay. in Matt Campbell, Brock Purdy, Brees Hall. All right, guys, I want to tell you the college experience uh, is brought to you by Roman. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best players strike out with the bases loaded, the best golfers, sometimes three putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you come up short in the bedroom, sometimes it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, just know that there are options. Go to getroman.com slash SGP. Now with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation on ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment, uh, best treatment plans. Uh, if medication is appropriate, it ships to you free and with their two day free shipping. Uh, the whole process is really just straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to roman.com slash SGP and complete an online visit today. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete that online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of your problem. So go to getroman.com slash SGP now for $15 off your first month. Do it. Getroman.com slash SGP. All right. Here we are. Heisman. No, let's go at national championship first. I mean, Bama's plus 300. Are we just fucking, what are we doing? <laughs> should we just, should we just cash that ticket? No, I don't think so. Uh, I liked it a lot better last year. Last year you were getting better odds and they had a more proven team. True. Um, and especially for them to, to be the favorites, to win it again. Look, even if you're Alabama winning back-to-back championships is not easy. They've done it before, I believe, but that was kind of before the emergence of Clemson and some other schools. So I don't really like Bama at plus 300. The book I was looking at had it at plus 210. Um, you know, and they have some tough road trips this year, you know, at Florida, at AM, at Mississippi, at Mississippi State, and at Auburn. So I still think they probably win the SEC West, probably even still make the playoffs, but uh, I'm not going to bet on them this year, I don't think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm just being funny, but uh, I tell you, Georgia plus 800 is the one that stands I like that. out to me. I like that in Clemson. I like, uh, you know, I'm looking at Clemson plus 450 and Georgia plus 600. If it's plus 800, even better. I'm saying Would Clemson you... plus 350. Okay. All right. So there's a, a little difference Ge- between books, obviously. But Georgia plus 800 is what I'm seeing. That's o- nice. I like that a lot. Oklahoma the- plus 800, Ohio State plus 550. Um, then there's this, this gigantic second tier, (laughs) which I don't think anyone is going to touch that dude. It's college football. Unfortunately, there's really only five teams I would bet on. Yeah. I would even think of winning. And that is Bama, Clemson, Ohio state, Georgia, and Oklahoma of those five. My two favorite plays are Clemson and Georgia. Um, you know, both Alabama and Ohio state, new quarterbacks, not quite sure what you're going to get there. And Oklahoma, as much as I think Oklahoma is going to be better this year, win the big 12, possibly get to the playoffs. Their track record in the playoffs is just so bad. It's hard to put any money behind them. Yeah. And once again, I think a lot of this is because of the four team invitational, they call playoffs. I mean, I think 
you had a larger playoff, you'd be able to see, especially if it could just, it's, it's really bad right now. The sport is, uh, I love college football. We love college football, but I just think it's ridiculous that you're going to have the same teams in this all because they got to do something. They got to expand this because the sport is compare, not, it's just not compared. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, compared to college basketball. I mean, how many possible teams can make the final four in college? That's basketball? what I'm saying. It's every, I Looking mean, it's at like, yeah, 20, at least 20, maybe teams, even more, more than that because of the Loyola's and the VCU's yeah. and George Mason's like, th- I mean, this is, but that's why you got to expand to bigger than that because upsets are possible, right? They are possible. Um, but in college football right now, upsets don't get you anything. If Iowa beats Ohio state, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? If that was in a big tournament, that would matter. And, and then all of a sudden that'd be first off the Iowa fan base would remember that forever. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole, but I just say they got to fix that thing. And uh, of course, of course. All right. So what's your two favorite plays? Georgia Bam, plus Bama and Georgia. I actually think it's probably Georgia and Oklahoma. No, I mean, Ooh. actually, yeah, Georgia. I mean, give me a uh, Georgia plus 800 Ohio state plus five fifty. I don't know. I like Georgia plus 800 and Clemson plus four fifty. just cause out of all these teams, I think the team most likely to get to the playoffs is probably Clemson just cause they're in the ACC. Well, the odds will tell you that at plus, what are they? Plus 900. What do we say? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Minus the odds uh, tell you that. Yeah. 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 They're minus 800 or minus yeah. 900. Did I say plus? I meant, I meant minus yeah. minus yeah. 900. So yeah. obviously, I mean, the first thing you have to do in order to cash a ticket is to make the playoffs. <laughs> and I true. think Clemson has the best chance of making the playoffs. And obviously they've done well there in the past. So my favorite two plays are Clemson and Georgia. That's a good, that's a strong point though about Clemson, even though I, I, I don't feel like this Clemson team is going to be nearly as strong as other Clemson teams. But I, I, think, I think overall, I think Clemson might be better this year than last year. I think they were so young on defense and with the lions, I think, you know, they're more experienced and deeper in at least those positions you, you mentioned, maybe not a quarterback. So obviously Ukulele goes down. And dude, and, they know. lost ETN. I don't care how good your backup is. That guy was fucking incredible. Yeah, I know, but they got out of the running back. I'm sure. But uh, you make a good point because I do expect them to be in the playoffs just because I don't see a real threat in the ACC. So right. I guess that's, I'm going to follow that. I, I mean, I think Georgia is the one with real value here. And Clemson does make sense because it's an automatic. But, but Ohio State, give me Ohio State because I think that's almost automatic. I think it's almost yeah, automatic. I mean, you could argue the same point with Ohio State and Clemson, you know, because who else in the Big Ten is going to hang? But the Big Ten is better than the ACC. That's yeah. So they might run into some more trouble there. So, you're, you're, uh, but yeah, you're it's playing, kind, of the, your kind play of the same is, point there. Your play makes more sense because we know no one else is winning the ACC. <laughs> Pretty much. That's why. <laughs> that's why I ridicule the conference. It's like, yeah, you can say though we win the national championship, but it's like. Dude, you got no, look at every other fucking conference. The odds, this is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That, that where what happened to Miami, Florida State, Virginia Tech? I mean, your second best team is plus seven hundred in North Carolina. Right. That's, every other conference, but Bama was minus one fifty, Ohio State minus one fifty, Clemson or uh, Oklahoma was minus one seventy, I think, and then yeah. Clemson's minus eight hundred or something. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Um. All right, guys, I want to tell you guys that the college we're going to talk Heisman Trophy here in a second before we get out of here, but I'm a. Uh, 
want to tell you the college experience is brought to you by underdog fantasy. If you haven't played on underdog fantasy, you have to uh, check it out. Their fantasy best ball tournaments are some of the best around, including their best ball mania two tournament where you can uh, win a million dollars. Yes. Plus they, you can play a number of games involving parlaying player props for MLB, the M the NBA and more. They also have a special NBA playoffs, best ball tournament coming up as well. Go to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN. And don't forget to enter their best ball mania two tournament for your chance at winning a million dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by odds jam. If you're a sharp better, you need to sign up with odds jam. Odds jam does your line shopping for you, you know, to find the best prices, you know, on all the bets, including player props. It's going to do that for you. Odds jam uh, even uh, provides, you know, uh, arbitrage opportunities where uh, you can bet on both sides, you know, of a line at two different shops to guarantee that you're going to make some type of profit. Odds jam also tailors in itself to uh, whatever the betting market is current. You know, you're currently in whatever, you know, wherever you're located, essentially uh, dominate the marketplace with odds jam, sign up at sports gambling podcast.com slash odds jam and use the promo code SGP for 5% off that sports gambling podcast.com slash odds jam promo code SGP for 5% off. Heisman odds. Now I'm very curious where you're going to go here because this gets a little interesting. This well, first off, I think if you know, if I have my timeline correct, um, the playoff is set and then the Heisman is announced, or vice versa. No, oh, the, for the playoff to be set, I do believe the playoff is set and then the Heisman happens. Yes, and um, what I'm getting at is that chances are the Heisman winner is going to come from one of the playoff teams, right? Yeah, I mean. You'd have to have just some dude just absolutely destroy it, stats-wise, and then still have a good enough team to at least be close to making the playoffs. Yeah. So just keep that in mind when you're looking at some of these numbers so, here. So the question is, do they really win the Heisman? Well, well I don't get. They bring the head cold, but they they purposely pick someone that's going to be in the the playoff so that the ratings can go up. It's all a business that definitely helps it. And honestly, I don't give a shit about the Heisman every year. Yeah. I, I, I haven't watched the ceremonies. Me in, neither. I haven't watched it since long. fucking Rashawn Salam. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, but it's still fun to project and Hey, maybe place a wager or two, but um, so the, the favorite is uh, Spencer Rattler at plus three fifty. Will Y obviously with Baker Mayfield and Kyler. Where, where are you seeing that at plus plus three fifty? Because plus three fifty is uh, the site that you put me onto, buddy, through your you know underground sources. Oh, okay. Because I have I have I'm looking at it all across the board. DraftKings offering five fifty, William Hill five fifty, FanDuel six fifty, but MGM three hundred. Um, so all, this this shop around on these uh, on these high especially in May when it's so so much longer to go to the regular season. Um, so so uh, go by your because uh, you have the official odds. So go by your odds. Who's is is Rattler still the favorite? I'm sorry. Is is Rattler the favorite? Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah yes. Uh, him. Then Ugalele or whatever. Uh, then after that, it's it's uh, JT Daniels. Then Sam Howell. Then Bryce Young of Alabama. Then Derek King. Which is just that would be a horrible play because Derek King's going to miss half the season. I feel like. Um, <laughs> and Miami's not going to be anywhere good enough to snip the playoffs. So do not put your hard-earned money on Derek King. Why would they even? Are they aware that he's not going to play for a first couple of weeks at least? Um, I think. Uh, well, look, the Spencer Rattler one makes sense. He's an and one type player. 
which means highlight yeah. films. Highlight films are going to love him. He's getting better as he he's goes. You know, he reminds me in a way of Mahomes. But there's also that K State game. Now I understand. Like I said, this kid was a freshman last year, right? Redshirt freshman. He played, he played as much off. better as the season progressed. Yes, yes, but there were Struggle still early. There, well, there were still like certain times, even late in the year. I still feel like there were times where maybe that interception didn't happen, but he threw a crazy pass. I think he'll yeah. continue to improve on on limiting those, but um, that but I think that helps him. The N one style, like some of these highlights, are just unbelievable for Spencer Rattler. So I do think, especially you can get plus six fifty at FanDuel, but I'm I'm saying yeah, MGM is three hundred, right? But shop around if you can get six fifty and Spencer Rattler makes a lot of sense, um, and they're going to be in the playoff. We just uh, we we like their chances of being in the playoff. Now to Nick's credit, Yugalele or whatever, Clemson's like quarterback too. He, we know he's going to be in the playoffs, right? I'm seeing he, pl- should, he should put up really good stats against average to bad ACC teams. I'm seeing plus 900 out there. Ooh, man. Yeah, dude, dude I got to get over to that, that book there. Cause I got plus 600. So yeah. Uh, I think my favorite plays are Rattler and ukulele, uh, you know, Bryce young. I, I don't think Alabama wins the highest been two years in a row and we haven't seen him play really yet. So I'm scratching Bryce young off of my list. Any chance as much as Sam, how I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but I mean, how could put up insane stats this year? Yeah. Yeah. You now, that's not bad. You know, what odds are you looking at for him? Plus 1700 on some Whew. now MGM, I mean, MGM is plus 700, but DraftKings plus 1700. Yeah. That's a fun dart throw because he is going to put up some really nice stats for UNC. Uh, and you know, people are projecting at least UNC to be a, a pretty good team. Uh, but really, you know, and even though I like Georgia, I don't see JT Daniels putting up the stats needed you know, Georgia's offense. I mean, JC Daniels is going to be a good quarterback this year. He's going to put up some decent numbers, but they're not going to be insane. Yeah. Heisman worthy numbers. Yeah. So I'm not putting any money on Daniels for me. It's either probably Rattler or ukulele. Um, let me ask, you know, let, let me just, I just want to throw out one name that just could can kill it. Statistically Matt Corral. Yeah, I, I got three quarterbacks, long shots who I like, and he's one of them. Um, I was I was about to say last year a non quarterback one. You know that these days it's kind of rare. So I think this year the Heisman winner will be a quarterback again. And uh, yeah, so the you know the three long shots I have one is Matt Corral because I do think Ole Miss offense is going to be ridiculous this year, and he's going to put up crazy stats. He did last year; it should only be better this year. But I, I threw out you know um, Desmond Ritter. Who I saw at thirty five hundred and Dorian Thompson Robinson, I saw at forty five hundred. Well, Matt Corral, I'm seeing at plus four thousand at FanDuel. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he is the one I like more so than Ritter or Thompson Robinson. Mainly because it, they they would uh, they they they. Uh, I'm just trying to understand here. Like they they don't really give it to Group of Five. They didn't give it to Colt Brennan. He yeah. threw like rest in peace, by the way. But I mean, he threw like a hundred touchdowns. Yeah. They haven't done that since like Ty Detmer and Andre Ware. Right. So um I I would say Desmond Ritter, even if they go undefeated, I don't think they're giving him it. I mean, I like I get your point. He's playing better each year. Uh I think he's a really good quarterback, but Dorian Thompson Robinson, I don't think they're they'll be in the playoff mix. So I I You're probably right. Yeah. I mean I love I think he's a great player and I think he could really light up the stat sheet this year. But I think and Corral, 
you could say, well, he's not in the playoff mix, but this guy's going to be in some nationally televised games big time. And you can say yeah. that, that he, you know, if he has big games against Alabama, a and M that, you know, they're going to say, Oh, you know, he's playing in the sec West, the best division in the best conference in football with, you know, NFL caliber defenses and playing, playing against NFL talent. So he will have that going for him. And yeah, I mean, look that ESPN loves the sec and they're just going to hype him up. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's a fun dart throw, but really, you know, if I'm betting on the Heisman, I think uh, Rattler and ukulele. Yeah. I think Rattler is the one that makes the most sense. And, and ukulele would probably be second dart throw maybe at uh Hal or uh, corral, but yeah. Yeah, man, we're agreeing too much. This fucking football season's already gonna it's bothering me, <laughs> right? Um <laughs> it's it's college football. I mean, there's not a whole lot of disagreeing because you kind of you kind of know what's gonna happen, at least, you know, to some degree. Yeah, yeah. And that's the problem with the sport right now. We gotta fix this fucking thing, guys. Can we demand for a larger playoff? Everyone out there. Guys, if you're a first time listener to the college experience, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single division one college football game. Yes. The college football experience to handicap and for four years. Now me, Patty C NC, Nick, all over 500 each year, not our combined record, but yes, our combined record too. But I'm saying each and end every year we've handicapped every single game for four years. Now we've been over 500 each season and we've also been way over 500 on our locks. So make sure you subscribe, tell a friend we bring you college football year round on the college football experience. And we publish all of those picks by the way, for free at sports gambling on a spreadsheet. So you can go check those out. Follow we'll, we'll have our best plays there. All of that for free. All right. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to the college football experience and the college basketball experience, by the way, brand new feed, the college basketball experience. We need some ratings out there. Guys just started that new feed before we used to kind of do both on one. Now we have both separate, you know, separate uh, podcasts. So subscribe to the college basketball experience as well. We talk college basketball year round as well. And we handicap every single division one basketball and football game. Regardless, get over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. If you do on any of those platforms, take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D and I'll send you a college experience t-shirt, brand new logo too. We got going, check all that shit out. A lot of cool stuff. I'm at the Colby D on Twitter. Give me a follow as well. NC Nick's at NC underscore N I C K. Give him a follow and uh, Patty C's at Patty C eight, three, one. And don't forget to follow the sports gambling podcast at DSGP network. And uh, check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast. A lot of fun in there too. Uh, Nick, anything else? No, I don't think so, man. Uh, you know, tune in to uh, we'll have a couple pods dropping uh, next week. You know, it'll be what are we doing? Week eight preview, and yeah. maybe we'll uh, dabble in some college basketball as well. Yes, yes, we will. So we're uh, that transfer portal in college basketball isn't crazy. So check out the college basketball experience. Check out the college football experience. We're bringing it to you year round, guys. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.